what's your fucking problem with coleslaw? Do you, do you know, is coleslaw, like, is that what you, do you, do you call it that? <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome to the inaugural Second Perspective podcast. My name is Pete Gottschalk. Uh, I make awful video, videos on YouTube, and I'm here with my compatriot, colleague, um, friend from across the pond, Rich Heaney. Rich, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How's it going, everyone? Welcome. Yeah, as Pete uh, rightly said, welcome to the uh, the first ever episode of Second Perspective Podcast. My name is my name is Rich Heaney, and I like pizza a lot. Um, I've not been eating it though, to be fair. Like you're laughing, Pete. I, I I I'm I'm an addict of pizza. I'm happily I'm happily able to admit that I eat pizza a lot. Um, but like recently, um, it's funny. Uh, Charlie, you, you you'll know Charlie from yeah, yeah, from the vlogs Charlie. if you watch. Um, but he sent me a photo uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, and it basically said uh, the two types of people that will come out of lockdown. And the first option was. Um, first option was like this like ripped guy he's not had a carb since like probably the year 2000 um and then this just fat slob who's just sat on the sofa for the last like however long this <laughs> lockdown lasts um and he said he's character one and i'm going to be character two and to be fair at the time i was eating complete shit um but since then i was just like nah that's not going to happen i'm going to be motivated to exercise and eat well and i, I think that's like relatable to everyone like there's no one out there now doing in between everyone's either like smashing it smashing exercise smashing the healthy inside of things or just like lazing around in the sofa just like i can't handle this quarantine probably not even getting out of bed um what which one are you doing it's kind of a mix of both honestly um i'm glad you kind of introduced the coronavirus topic Uh, obviously we don't want to touch on it too much because um that's all that's going through the minds of people right now and i think um I like to create, and I know you, you have too, I know it's hard not to, to touch on this whole subject, but I know you like to create um, stuff that kind of is an escape for people almost um, on YouTube. Uh, through this podcast, that's certainly what we want to do. We want to create an escape for people um, hearing about coronavirus all the time, but we figured it's kind of important to address it because it's affecting everyone's life so much. Um, I'd say... I'm probably a mix of both. I've been running more. If you watch my vlogs, if you keep up with those videos, um, yeah, I've seen that. But, you've, you've been doing like 16 miles a week, haven't you? Or like that's good yeah. going. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just so easy to do, and um, without access to the weight room, I'm obviously feeling a little soft right now. But it's tough. Um, but running's a good way, I guess. It's the easiest way. You can just kind of put on shoes and go. I know you run too, Rich, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been trying to like I got a bit of an injury there a few weeks ago and I could barely walk, um, and that was probably part part partly to you know um, overdoing it, but it was also yeah. the real reason that I started eating healthy because I figured that if I can't really do much exercise, um, I'm going to start eating a bit better. So yeah, like I want to thank Charlie there really. Um, <clears throat> Because otherwise, I probably would be that um, second character of just like lying around, yeah. eating shit, and just yeah, getting fat and just waiting for all this to pass over. But um, it's just funny though. I wanted to bring it up because I feel like um, I don't know. Like when I was uh, really hitting the gym hard, like an excuse that I would make a lot to myself when I'm not, when I wasn't eating well um, was always like, "Oh, I'm too busy" and whatever. And it's an excuse everyone always makes. And then now that we've got so much more time, everyone's excuse now for not eating well is like. 
oh well I've uh, you know I've I'm not doing anything I'm bored and it's like people will always find an excuse just to to eat yeah. shit we've just got to admit that we just like to eat shit um and pizza for me yeah I'm missing pizza I've been eating like these uh these shakes a lot um like just you know, fill up, uh, yeah 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 pretty much like two a day um, so there's like some protein powder in there and stuff just so I make sure I'm getting like the right amount of nutrients. But um, yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up just to to sort of say that, yeah, I miss pizza right. and those things that we miss <laughs> right now. Um, I think we all do, man. I mean, just this has kind of become normal life, which is kind of scary to me. Um, you know, you forget what it's like. It's going to sound weird and or seem weird to go out to um, bars and restaurants and stuff like this. Yeah, that for, seemed normal in the past. So. Absolutely, absolutely, and and like you know, you're you're sporting the Arsenal top there, um, and that's one yeah. thing that we've got to get onto really and talk about the the. It's a really strange um, thing we have in common, um, is we both support Arsenal. Obviously, I'm Scottish, so people even over here in the UK say to me, "How come you support Arsenal?" And it must be even stranger for you, but like the yeah. football season, I'm missing that so much. Um, I think they're they're announcing like what what's going to happen with it tomorrow um so from obviously once we upload this episode people will know that outcome so you know just but like right now we don't know what's going on with it and it might sound a bit like you know there's worse problems to have than missing football but it's just a way of life that you're used to and it's like your point there you said it's yeah i just wish we were back to normal and yeah it's just it's just a terrible time isn't it really yeah and and you kind of touched on this, but you're Scottish and I'm obviously over here in the States and people are probably wondering, the audience is probably wondering how um, we're sitting here on this call. And I figured this was a good segue to kind of introduce this um, and this story. So basically I was on um, Reddit. Uh, now there's this Reddit threads um, that you can go on as a new YouTuber and kind of just post your vlogs or whatever it is, like beauty vlogs, um, whatever it be, you know, anything. And I saw Rich on there. I used to go on there and just kind of look at, look for people both that would like my own videos that I thought were a similar niche and people that I enjoyed watching. I wanted to find new people that I enjoyed watching because there's tons of people out there that haven't been discovered. Um, and I found Rich's channel one day. I think it was back in like December or something like that. It was when you were in yep. Norway. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it was, I was like, I, your videos are very personality driven. And, and when I saw that personality on camera, it was very infectious. And I went and watched like five, six other videos, left a comment. Um, and I didn't normally do that on a lot of those videos. Cause quite frank, a lot of the videos on that thread were garbage. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. I, I get, I dropped you follow on Insta and we kind of been chatting ever since then. So uh, if there's any audience, anyone in the audience wondering how <clears> this came to be, that's kind of how it came to fruition i suppose um and then rich you came to me with the idea of the podcast yeah yeah um i'll rewind it back a little bit further though um just to elaborate on the whole the whole reddit thing and and it's like you said you know you you um came across my channel and and you commented on my my video and i was like oh who's this and then i looked at looked at your videos and stuff and i was like oh that's that's class and you mentioned the fact that um you had a like you, mine were very personality based and it's something that I I don't I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a filmmaker in fact I wouldn't say that at all I, I just simply put out videos on YouTube although that can be classed as that whatever um but I I always look at um 
the content that the likes of the likes of you make, Pete, and and I'm always sort of blown away by the whole, um, just the whole uh, skill level and skill set. Like when we talk about skill sets and skill levels, like I'm like you're way above me in terms of like um, how you can actually. Um, you know, put together cinematic sequences and stuff, and I'm I'm no good at it. Hence, why I don't do it. And that's that's a massive difference in the in the two pieces of content that we create. Although we both make vlogs and and other type of content, most of the time, you know, like you say, mine are very personality based, and yours are very much um, cinematic. Although your personality comes through, of course, um, which obviously helps uh, make it make it more personal to to you and and that's what I really liked about it and I was fascinated with the whole American thing for a start um and and I've mentioned this to you before but um like for me and people in the UK I feel like we are fascinated with with people from from the states I don't know I can't speak for everyone but for me certainly I mean I've never been there but I don't know what it is like when I watch your vlogs and stuff they just seem completely different to mine um, even when you're just doing simple things like going to the shop, I'm like, like so in depth and so like, <laughs> oh, what's going to like it just because it's so different. If that makes sense, um, even yeah. though it's probably not all that different, I, I just I'm well, I'm sort of fascinated. That's, that's kind of how I view your videos too. Um, just kind of everything, just a different scenery, I guess. It's I think people watch daily vloggers like you, um, and not, not just you, every daily vlog, because um, they kind of want to live vicariously through a person in a way, if that makes sense. Um, so I guess it, it gives a perspective. I know that's no pun here, but yeah, it gives a perspective into your life. And you've mentioned that to me before, but I'll let you in on something. What I've come to kind of realize in, in doing video as a career and on YouTube just for fun with my friends is that like the average Joe, like the, the viewer a lot of the times, unless they're into video um, or like a similar niche, they don't care about, the cinematics a lot of the time it's it's all story driven that's kind of the overlapping uh, article and all of this the overlapping concept i guess you tell a story every day i tell a story every week or whatever half week whatever it be mm. um visually cinematically you tell yours with your personality and and char obviously so i think like just the cinematics don't matter as much i know that mine might be more like cinematic driven but I don't think they necessarily matter. It's more of the content that's inside. And I know you'll agree with me on that. Yeah, um, but. A a absolutely. And like that does bring us on to the point of um, why we started the podcast, I guess. Um, you know, you mentioned that we we enjoy telling stories, hence why we, we have a YouTube channel and we um you know put share our our stories effectively on youtube and that's why for me anyway i don't know about you but that's why i wanted to start a podcast and that's why i came to you with the idea um first of all like i enjoy telling stories and i enjoy um it, yeah you know sharing my experiences with the world i feel like um i don't, I don't know i feel like i'm without sounding I, I am i feel like i am quite knowledgeable in some things in life um and yeah. i quite like to share that um sort of knowledge and my experiences with other people to maybe help them or maybe inspire them whatever it is um and then yeah coming up with the idea of starting a podcast i was really keen on that and then i just sort of figured that um pete yeah you would be the perfect person to actually have on board with it i don't know why i didn't want to do it myself um but i just f sort of figured that coming at it from a different angle probably not many people are doing it from two different continents um yeah i mean that would be hard doing a podcast by yourself yeah yeah probably you know, would like, um 
I mean, Joe Rogan's doing a pretty good job. Um, but, but, but he's got constant guests yeah, and like absolutely. a budget and an access, like list, like access to those high end guests. So yeah, for sure. Um, he's obviously on a lot different boat than us. But I think yeah. the idea of like the idea you had that you, the the way Rich initially pitched pitched this whole thing to me was the difference like between our perspectives and and obviously in the title is the second perspective. So having the Rich's audience is very United Kingdom based and mine is very American based. So for my American uh, audience, small audience, be it <laughs> to hear the perspectives of, of someone in a different country that is similar, but there's also differences, small nuances and differences in the culture, um, I think can uh, expand the knowledge, I guess, and understanding of the world, which I think is very valuable. And same thing for your UK viewers, I suppose. Yeah, and that's that's um, that is the main reason for starting this, and hence the name, like you said, Second Perspective Podcast. And there's also there's also a massive element of why the fuck not? You know, we both were keen on starting a podcast, um, and you know, it's one of my pet hates, and I know it's one of yours too, Pete. We've spoke about this in the past, but um, like when people want to do something, just go and do it. Like you never know yeah. until until you've tried it. You might hate it. You might absolutely love it. It might be. You know, if you get lucky enough, you might be doing it for a living. Um, you just never know, and you've just got to take that chance. But the last thing I want, I would want, especially, you know, I think this whole quarantine thing, going back to it, and the whole COVID thing, um, is taught or should have taught everyone. It certainly taught me a little bit more. Um, is that life is way too short and way too precious to be wondering what if and you know what what it, it, you just never know when your time's up without getting too deep, but. Like for me, I sort of wanted to start a podcast. I thought it would be cool. I thought it would be cool to get you on board. And I contacted yeah. you, reached out to you. You were keen. It's just snowballed from there. Ten days later, we're in this point. And it's just like, yeah, why not? Just go and give it a go. And if, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's why that's why we're here, I guess. Well, with that, one of the ideas we wanted to incorporate in this podcast was a weekly segment um, we wanted to introduce a couple weekly segments, but this is going to be the first one. And I initially, when we were discussing this, I called it idiot of the week. It was just kind of an idea I threw out there as a, like a representative representation of something we could do every week. But that kind of morphed into something that we would actually do. So, but we, 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 all, we changed the name and Rich, can you kind of elaborate on what this means? Uh, what, what the name is first off and what this means um, to the American viewers, especially. Yeah, so the uh, the the first um, or, or the the couple of things that we want to do week week to week is um, one of the first things is uh, is is questions. So like, just get in contact with us with, via social media and stuff. And then what we're going to do at the end of every single podcast is we're going to answer them at the end. So just make sure you're asking us questions. We got a couple of questions so far um, for this one. I never expected to have any questions for the first one. We do, so we'll get to those at the end. Um, but like Pete said, idiot of the week. Um, we're calling it Muppet of the Week. Muppet of the Week. Um, in the UK, it's a common uh, insult, I guess, to call people. I mean, we've got way worse insults, trust me. Uh, especially in Scotland, like half the stuff that comes out of people's mouths up there is like it's way worse than that. But yeah, Muppet is basically yeah. uh, to define it. I suppose it's um, just 
just like you don't have a clue, um, you're a bit silly, uh, you've done something silly, uh, wh- whatever. Basically, you, you are an idiot, but in, in other terms, you're you're a Muppet. So, um, yeah, Muppet of the Week, that's what we're going to have every week. And then what, what me and Pete would like you to do is... Uh, is just comment in the comment section um, at the end of the show, uh, just or even at this point in the show, whatever, um, just saying who your Muppet is. So probably most of the time Pete's going to have a US-based Muppet and I'm going to have a UK-based Muppet, probably. Right. We're going we're gonna to keep it a surprise um, to each other. So like it, we're not going to tell each other until the middle of, until the actual like live segment. Um, yeah. Except for this week. Yeah. Well, I actually do have a surprise during this. I'm going to change my Muppet of the Week because it, for people who are close to me, they know that this is the second time we recorded this. Um, but um, a lot of people won't know that. So we recorded this on Monday and now it's Thursday. So yeah, correct. my Muppet of the Week, my new Muppet of the Week, um, I'm going to throw him under the bus here is Rich. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going we're there. We're going to get we? into why. We're going to get into why, and he's he's going to tell us why. Rich, why are you my Muppet of the Week? Oh, hold on, hold on. So I'm telling the, the I'm telling the audience why I'm the Muppet of the Week. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, so uh, uh, I've got to do a good job then here. Um, basically, like Pete said, we filmed or filmed and recorded the whole podcast on Monday. Um, we've been planning it for a while. We sat down, we shot it, we were both very nervous um but it came down we smashed it to be fair both of us smashed yeah, it and it was great yeah it was it was really good um i proceeded then to edit uh the first ever podcast of second perspective podcast and um it was great again i exported some parts and flung them over to pete he uploaded it on his vlog and everything was good everything was going so swimmingly um i was proud of it i was happy with it um and then i came to export it and it was a big file it was about 13 gig i think uh and obviously i do daily vlogs so i'm constantly putting cut co- like content and videos on my on my mac i don't know how it's not blown up yet but that's another story um so <laughs> before before i started uh exporting it, i thought right well i'm going to have to get rid of a few files here because otherwise i'm going to be like completely like my mac's just going to be overwhelmed by the time i upload the vlog footage uh so without even thinking twice i uh i deleted half of the anyway moving on um (laughs) no i did i felt i felt terrible i deleted half the footage um it just it was gone and i messaged pete at like 1 a.m on tuesday night um uk time so it was like normal over there we've all made that error before yeah i've i made it my first ever video on youtube i made it and, and I deleted it and I didn't understand editing. I didn't under I still don't really, to be honest, clearly. Um but I uh I, I looked at I, I deleted it and I said I'll never do that again and I've got folders and stuff and it's organized on my computer and I've never done it since and we're talking like nearly a year, but that doesn't sound like a long time, but I'm making videos every day, so it's quite a, a long time to yeah. not do that that or not make that mistake and then to make that mistake, yeah, g- grave error, schoolboy error, um and I, I felt terrible for Pete because obviously we're here again. The only the only saving grace, though, I would say is, um, well, there, there's two saving graces from this, just to defend myself. Not that I done it on purpose. Obviously, I didn't because uh, I've got to go and sit and edit this whole thing again. But um, the first time, the audio wasn't great. I was using 
the mic off my camera uh, as a as a like splitter. If you watch my vlogs, you'll have seen what I was doing, and it just didn't come out that well, Pete, did it? No, I mean it wasn't bad, but um, it definitely like next to next to the two audios next to each other. It was definitely there was definitely a contrast, and that's when you really started to notice it. So. Yeah. It is kind of like the saving grace almost in this whole thing. Yeah, for sure. And and for me personally, anyway, I mean, we're talking about, we're pretty much, well, we're not talking about the same things. Like there's a few things that have changed already so far in the podcast. Um, but for me personally, I don't know why. I mean, like I said, I make videos every day, put them on the internet. Um, but I was nervous. Like I was pretty uptight and I wasn't really myself. And I watched back the footage and I hate looking at, stuff like that like especially when i'm so used to editing myself on camera i don't know what yeah. you're like pete but i hate looking at myself and knowing that i'm not being myself I, I hate that um whereas i feel like i'm much more relaxed this time around um and i feel like i've been here before which i have um and yeah i'm sorry well, pete. like <laughs> well maybe you aren't muppet of the week then well you are but we'll, no i'm we'll, definitely we'll i'm definitely like muppet benefit of the, of the doubt what is your who is your muppet of the week Okay, so hopefully this guy is uh, is going to save me. So, Pete, the other day when we were filming the podcast for the first ever time, I sent you, I tagged you in a tweet. Um, mm-hmm. And we went through this, but I've, I've got to go through it again, obviously, because I made the mistake and the viewers haven't seen it. So, um, my Muppet of the Week is, uh, it was actually, it was a guy in, uh, where was he from? It was down the south coast somewhere. It's actually not too far from Shar's house, but they had an argument outside the co-op, um, which is a supermarket here in the UK. Um, and obviously the whole thing about social distancing and stuff, people are being warned to stay two metres apart. I'm presuming he didn't abide by the rules. He had an argument with his staff. The security guard then interrupted that argument. Um, he, he got into a bit of an altercation. I'll put it up on the screen now. And... Um, yeah, the the security guard was from Scotland and he um, done something that every Scottish viewer will know and he gave him a Glasgow kiss um, or or as we properly say, a Glasgow kiss um, which is basically where uh, you headbutt someone in the nose and most of the time you break it. Um, yeah, this so, isn't just a little, little headbutt. This isn't no, th- like a Zidane. No, this is in like... The, in the final, this is like a shatter your nose headbutt yeah yeah and i had no idea before before rich sent this to me i had never heard of this in my (laughs) life um but just so everyone's clear here the muppet of the week isn't or who i'm suggesting is the muppet of the week isn't the guy who headbutted him obviously it's the guy the other guy um simply because he got too close like in the uk especially if you get into a a fight or an argument with a scottish guy you've got to know not to get too close to him like it (laughs) he's going to do that they're going to throw the head in and that's exactly what he did and the guy was left pretty messed up and um that's made national news as well like that was in every paper over here um yeah crazy what was the headline and uh i don't i don't actually know to be honest (laughs) (laughs) he broke social distancing as well so he deserved it exactly Muppet of the Week. I guess that is the Muppet of the Week. Um, make sure and vote. Let us know who your Muppet of the Week is. I'll be bitterly disappointed if you choose me, and I probably will never do one again if I'm the first ever Muppet of the Week. Um, but saying that, it was the only way I'll learn from a mistake. So just be honest. Like, let us know. Let us know. Um, but that gets me into the point, Pete. Going away from Muppet of the Week. Um, that that gets me into the point here of like we're just getting to know each other. 
um and obviously like this is our first ever podcast it's it's our first like um sort of time working together if you call it that um and and, or second (laughs) i'm gonna go you can take it (laughs) um yeah i mean it is our first time um our first week at least uh sort of working together like we've been in contact like you say since back in december and probably like we've we've uh we've spoke quite a bit like i would say there's not a week that's gone by probably that we've not spoke to each other um and especially now we're speaking to each other quite a lot although we've never met each other and we are still getting to know each other is what i'm trying to you know put into context here for the audience like if if they are wondering like you say you know we've we've completely met online and my point here is that the whole thing about this podcast is not only you know it's it's going to be a perspective from my side, the UK side, and then obviously Pete and Pete in his side, um, but also like us just getting to know each other. And to be fair, like after comments like that, you know this might be the last ever one too. Um, you know we might decide after this week that we actually don't like each other and we can't work with each other again, and and that'll be it. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose yeah, that's my point. Is like you know we'll be getting to to know each other throughout this whole this whole thing i guess um and it's just going to be a whole lot of fun um uh, yeah we hope you guys join us along this ride uh we're gonna see where it goes and we're we're gonna we're gonna make these regardless we hope we hope you guys are still listening and enjoying but uh, if you enjoy them that's obviously we love the support but we're gonna keep doing this just because we love making stuff i guess we love making content and and that's ov- that's evident in Rich's drive to make daily vlogs. I don't know how you do that because I did it for seven days. Well, nine days because I missed two. I meant to do it for seven days, but it is so hard. I can't even tell you how hard it is. But regardless, um, we, we love making this stuff and we love making videos and, and podcasts. So we're going to keep doing this no matter what. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um and and that is the thing. Like I'm, I'm obviously joking. I'm playing around. Like you know that we would stop after a week deciding that we don't like yeah. each other. We've got a lot in common, although we've never met each other. Um, we do have a lot in common. Like we spoke about the whole Arsenal thing that links us. We obviously make content as well, um, which strongly links anyone. I think anyone in the creative space is ultimately going to have a lot in common straight away. Um, for me, yeah. um, like I, I would be able to talk to anyone. I think well, maybe not anyone, but certainly a lot of people who create content i think there's a there's definitely a it it takes a certain kind of person um to create content i guess um especially um daily vlogs and i'm not saying like it takes an amazing person we are both amazing i'm not saying that it just it 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 takes a, a sort of certain mindset and a sort of certain um breed if you like or or a human instinct or whatever it is um and obviously me and pete are both doing that and there's probably many listeners out there that are doing that as well and they can relate to this it's it it does take something before i started creating content for example I, i i felt a bit lost in my life whereas now i feel very um i feel like there's much more of a purpose to what i'm doing uh and you don't really know that until i felt i always felt like there was something missing um if that makes sense um but i suppose that that gets me on the point here pete of like why did you start creating content why did you want to make youtube videos in the first place i find this quite interesting from any anyone that's creating content in the first place so um well if if you don't watch my videos if you're from rich's audience or channel um i i i do video as a job so i work for major league baseball and i work for georgia my my school the last couple years doing all sports here 
and doing video on social media and, and television and websites. And it's YouTube always offered me kind of a road, like a, an alternate road for me to be able to make stuff and not have people tell me what to do, I guess. Like, and, and, and that, that sounds like that sounds rebellious that. almost. Or, yeah. uh, it sounds so cliche, but um, I, it's always been my kind of creative outlet for me to just be able to hold myself accountable and make stuff that I want to make. Um, initially before I got into a professional video career, it was always just to make memories with my friends way back in 2016. We made a little golfing video. It was awful. God awful. Um, and then I made a couple videos, weekly <laughs> videos, so like, kind of, uh, it was just cringy. I mean, I was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Um, you can go watch one of my more recent YouTube videos. I react to them with mm. Peyton, my girlfriend. Um, it, it was just not good. And but but you could tell like I, I had a passion for it. I stayed up till three thirty in the morning that Saturday night making that video, and I I really liked it. And so I made weekly videos with my friends that summer, and those were even worse. <laughs> yeah, but the but, first one the first one's always the hardest though. Like, right? You know, it's, it's I, I always... mean, the first even three years from now, I'll be looking back and saying, "Dang, like I, I damn I." I can't believe I made this, you know, like it, it's, it's just the bar keeps getting raised. And yeah, for if sure. we make 50 of these podcasts by episode well, 50, we're going to be like, wow, I can't believe we made that mistake the first time we ever recorded, yeah. you know, like, or I can't believe our audio sounded like that, you know, like mm -hmm. we, we, we could be sitting in a studio 50 episodes from now, you know, it's just like yeah, the yeah. bar gets raised every time. So I, I wanted to make memories at the beginning. So I guess that's kind of why I make YouTube videos still. That's the core value. But how about you, Rich? Why do you make YouTube videos? Why do you slave away at the daily vlogs, but which are very good vlogs? Trust me, I watch every single one. <laughs> uh, thanks, Pete. Um, I don't know about that. At the minute, it's, a, it's a, not a struggle, but it's definitely a lot harder to make the content that I would like to make um, right now because of everything going on. Um, yeah. But yeah, I suppose the same for me, really. I, I wanted to make memories and and just try out something new i guess i've always been quite creative since i picked up a camera um a few years ago now i was very much into photography i like to travel travel around and take pictures of different things and mainly landscape shots and stuff um, i found that quite interesting and fun um not all that exciting uh but the trouble is here in the uk as well um the weather's never usually that great so like if i lived um I don't know what the wet. I mean, you're not too far from Florida, though, right? So, like, the weather mm. tends to be pretty good for the most part. Yeah, um, I'd I mean, imagine. It's very hot yeah. in the summer. Yeah, so, like, over here. Degrees. Okay, wow. Um, we're, like, we, we are, we probably get three months a year if we're lucky where it's really nice. Um, and I'm not a big fan of, like, if you watch my vlogs at the minute, I actually got a comment uh, yesterday um, from Charlie again. Shout out to Charlie, but. Uh, yeah, he was saying like it's amazing how much the weather affects your mood, and it's so true. Um, without drifting too much off the subject, so um, I I got to the point where I was very limited in being creative because obviously I couldn't go out and take the shots I wanted to because the weather was holding me back and and so on. And and not only that, like I wasn't it wasn't fueling my creative juices. Like no disrespect to anyone who takes photos for a living or as a hobby. Um, I just. I found more enjoyment and more of a challenge in taking videos. Um, 
And like I said, you know, my videos are nowhere near the skill set of yours. Um, it's very much a, a point of video at my face, talk shit for a while, upload it on the internet, and that's <laughs> it. Um, whereas you, yours is much more of a thought process. And I presume that's probably why I can, or I find it a lot easier to daily vlog than you. Because I'd imagine that your, your process of actually shooting a video is a lot more um, in-depth and a lot more... I don't know, I, I'm guessing there's a lot more to it, um, whereas, you know, if we ever met up, which, touch wood, hopefully one day we do, once all this once all this shit is done and, you know, we can get back to our normal lives and hopefully one day yeah. we can actually meet up and collaborate properly, um, it would be cool to actually do a podcast set in the same room. In, after, in the same room, yeah, that would, yeah be, that, would be, that would be the goal one day. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, like, I would love to learn sort of a few of your ways and, and yeah just just teach me a, a thing or two about the whole the whole i'm not saying i would do it probably um i would try it i don't know if i'd be any good at it but um i mean like I i've you tried would, it you'd be surprised man yeah okay you'd be okay. surprised I, I think it's not as hard as you think um just like it's i mean it's just like anything practice i mean yeah for sure and and going back on your point in video and photo the the difference between video and photo and and i'm a little biased because i'm in video and and there i know millions of very talented photographers out there just by crossing paths with them at sporting events and stuff and um, video has a different layer um there's a lot of you know single moms and and people who get into photography and become wedding photographers later in life um and I think video has that extra layer that makes there's an extra barrier to it because there's so much time post-processing, especially if you want to get creative with it. Yeah. You know, like I feel photography is great. Like you can get really creative with like long exposure. Sure. Um, you, know, you know how it goes. Long exposure, mm -hmm. com composition, everything like that. But video has that plus extra routes of creativity I'll such as After Effects and stuff like that. I'll tell you what it is, right? I'll tell you what it is, and, and this is, again, my opinion, and this is no disrespect at all to, like you say, like I know photographers and, um, like, no disrespect at all to any photographers, but the main difference for me, if you look at them work-based, you could you take a top videographer, a top photographer, and the thing that they produce at the end of their project, um, you rate it out of 10, amazing, whatever, they, they they can be amazing, but the main difference for me is a video brings out emotion. A photo doesn't. You can look at a photo 99% of the time, it won't bring any sort of emotion out. In me anyway, like again, this is all personal. I don't know about you, Pete, or even the viewers watching or listeners listening, whatever. Um, for me, a video can bring out so many layers of emotion think of your favorite films for example you know you can be happy one minute sad the next uh, angry one minute um fun and excite excited the next um whatever uh, whereas a photo doesn't have that effect on me anyway um i can look at a photo appreciate yeah. it and think it's great and you sort of set the scene in my head and imagine being there but not quite the same emotion comes out when looking at photos compared to video anyway for sure with me anyway I I would disagree with you in a certain in, in in that aspect because I think there are a lot of photos I mean it's a personal thing like you said but I would disagree with you because I think a lot of photos at least for me bring emotion I mean like refugees or like like someone after after a terrorist attack or something like that you know just like crying in their mom's arms or like a, a sports photo like um Liverpool honoring 
um, what's that? The Hillsborough disaster, like stuff yeah. like that. Like you but see the you, cop end, like. But you compare I, that I, to a video of the same scene, and you can hear the noises, yeah. and, and you're seeing that emotion go through the face. I, I don't know. You're totally right about that, though. Not, not when you put it like that, then yeah, like a video of the Saints. Yeah, you. I mean, it. You have sound. You have everything that's there. You know, that's what more I mean. There's story. more. There's more depth for sure, um, and that's what makes it more interesting. I think. I think. A lot of photography is, especially in the sports world, is getting lucky. Just the timing of catching someone in the air, or yeah. or someone through that little window of space, or someone catching them in focus at the right moment. Yeah. Um. You know, with like the ball right under their eyes, but they're in focus. Like it's, it, photography is a lot of luck. So is video, but I, I, there's, you can be more dynamic and tell a story in video, like you said through mm. different ways i guess through so there's that i guess yeah for um, sure have you ever tried out photography or not not really yeah i i kind of cross paths with it just for like sometimes in at work i'm asked to get a still of this player or when i'm doing a youtube thumbnail i want to get a sweet photo or something like that you know what i mean yeah 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 so but anyway anyway um, let's get into the questions. I know we're reaching the end of this podcast. We're going to get a couple more minutes, but we want to get into those questions that Rich kind of addressed to. We have a couple, right? Yeah, we do. Um, I've actually got a, I've got a couple of questions for you, to be fair, Pete, before we okay. even start on the whole thing. I don't know if you've got any questions for me, um, but the first question I want to ask you is, what what's your fucking problem with coleslaw? Do you, do you know, is coleslaw, like, is that what you, do you, do you call it that? Coleslaw? <laughs> What, co- what, the food? Do you know what coleslaw is? Food, yeah. Oh, I wasn't sure like if there was a different term for it in the UK. What What is what is coleslaw in the, the US? It's just the food, right? It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so because you're so aggressive <laughs> when you talk about it. What, what's your problem with it? All right, so coleslaw in principle is what? Like lettuce, mayonnaise, uh, and vinegar, right? Yeah, yeah. And maybe some carrots. Yeah. Pretty Coleslaw nice on a god awful. It's god awful. <laughs> what you just don't like it? Yeah, it's terrible. Do you eat a lot of it? I don't eat a lot of it, but I'm just, I'm just like, I, I don't I tweet mind about it. it a lot. That's fair. I don't That's mind fair. it, but it's just like again, reference. Uh, you know what? What our relationship is like. Obviously, we're still getting to know each other, and um, like throughout getting to know Pete, I've seen a lot of tweets and him talking about coleslaw and how much he hates it, <laughs> and it's it's borderline ag- it's borderline aggressive. I thought at the start it was just someone called coleslaw that you really didn't like. I was like, oh, no, no, nah, yeah. But then, yeah, coleslaw sort of like, sucks, man. He's a yeah. terrible guy. <laughs> coleslaw. But, well, okay, so you go to like a fast food joint or like a fried chicken joint, especially down here in the states and in the south, you get. You get like a little thing of coleslaw, but no one eats it. I mean, come on. I mean, there. I know there's some people that like coleslaw, but they give it to you and you just toss it in the trash. Like, I don't even lo- touch my, it. My mom loves it. Shout out, really? mom. But yeah, she would. She would go to town on you. She has it like every day. So I'm going. To, I'm going <laughs> to tell her now. I'm going to say Pete doesn't. Pete hates coleslaw. And that's fair. He's trying uh, to get I, it banned. Another food group that I pick, or another food that I pick on is um, cottage cheese. Cottage cheese. It's Why, like a chunky. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. You don't you, like do it? you like cottage cheese? It's all right, it's all right I suppose. <laughs> so aggressive. Fuck coleslaw. Um <laughs> the other the other question I want to ask you and it's a little bit um it's a bit more 
uh, it's, well, it's not as uh, funny. This is a bit this is a bit deeper, but I'm just genuinely uh, wanting to find this out. Again, second perspective. Over here in the UK right now, obviously, with everything going on surrounding COVID, um, we've like locked nearly everything down. Um, and a lot of people have either been made redundant um, and or um, been put on what we call the furlough scheme, whereby people are getting paid 80% of their wage um, by the government to to just sit at home effectively, not go to work, not, not do anything, and they're still getting paid 80% of the wage. What's going on in America? Are they just like... Are they just... Um, so in the United States, um, surprisingly so, it was it's kind of starting to open up. I know yeah. that sounds shocking because we have like five times the amount of cases as everyone else. Yeah. Uh, my You're Muppet the highest of the week, deaths now, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, we have been for a while. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, there's some disputes whether or not China is accurate or not mm. in reporting their data, but we're, we're going to, based upon this, what we know, um, we are definitely the leader. And everything is opening up over here, which... A lot of people have. There's been a kind of lot of backlash in in across everywhere. Like whatever whatever your views are, a lot of people understand that we kind of have to lock this down. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you got half the world under lockdown, mandatory. I mean, and and the the stigma around going outside in the United States and hanging out with your friends is especially in my 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 age group is very loose. Like it's not really looked down upon, which is kind of bad. So um, then maybe that's one of the reasons we're so high. It's it's a lot of people are getting laid off. I mean, we have 30 million. I was watching BBC this morning, actually, with my roommate, and they were reporting about America's stats. Mm. Uh, 30 million have been filed for unemployment in the last, what, since this whole thing happened. So yeah, that's yeah. a fifth of the American labor force. So people are just getting laid off rather than, I mean, a lot of people are getting furloughed too, but we don't really oh, do so, the whole. So you've got the furlough scheme. Yeah, so it's it's not really – now, from my understanding, what you may seem like, it's yours is everyone has 80%? Mm. Not everyone, but if you – Like a lot if, of people. A lot of people, yeah, because if your business is, is being told to close, which it has, like everywhere has apart from supermarkets, um, I mean, it is starting to slowly get – like you say, there's talk of it now. Boris has came back to work and he's like – you know, potentially we're going to be starting to slowly open things up. But um, before it was very much nearly everything's closed. And yeah, pretty much everyone is on the 80%. Some people have been made redundant because some businesses have just went, poof, they, they've just like, gone, yeah. yeah, just gone, yeah. Um, but for the most part, everyone, yeah, been furloughed really. Well, my Muppet of the Week the first time around, Rich knows this, was the Georgia governor, Brian Kemp. And... I, I don't want to get too political on this podcast, but I think it's going to happen sometimes. For um, sure. And I don't necessarily... Yeah, right. I don't, I don't necessarily think this is a very political choice for Muppet of the Week. Um, and we recorded this earlier in the week, as mentioned, but he opened everything up. We were the first... So Georgia was the first state to open everything up, and it was an incredibly aggressive plan. I mean, you were opening stuff like nail salons, barbershops, tattoo parlor stuff where you literally cannot physically social distance and that was the problem that a lot of people had both republican and democratic parties were kind of looking down on it and my the reason he was muppet of the week was trump and they're the same political party kemp and trump and and trump came out and said he strongly disagrees with the governor brian kemp and 
that's why he was my Muppet. Just because, like, you got Trump going after you, which, throw aside your beliefs, you got the head of your political party going after you, mm-hmm. make telling you, you made a bad decision, so... That was why he was my Muppet of the Week, yeah, and I, sure. I, I certainly didn't agree with it. I think it's a little soon, I think, especially with those places. Like, I get certain things opening up, maybe certain restaurants or uh, not necessarily, but certain businesses, you know, I think can be deemed open. Right, You can kind of justify it in a, in a couple weeks, Yeah. Um, but Kemp's was a little early, and I think yeah, everyone for sure. understood that. Well, just, just to give, because uh, obviously a lot of people in, in the States will know who this, this Kemp guy is. Um, I, obviously, I pulled up the video before I deleted everything um, on, on his political, um, <laughs> political uh, what's it, advert for himself, if you like. Um, so I'm just going to play that now to anyone who doesn't know who he is, just so we can give a bit of context to you guys of what we're actually, or what Pete has got to deal with. I'm so conservative, I blow up government spending. I own guns that no one's taking away. My chainsaw's ready to rip up some regulations. I got a big truck, just in case I need to round up criminal illegals and take them home myself. Yep, I just said that. I'm Brian Kemp. If you want a politically incorrect conservative, that's me. So yeah, um, that is yeah, that's what Pete's got to deal with over in the states. Um, I, I mean, we touched on this obviously before I deleted everything again, but <laughs> um, we we don't have anything like that over here in the UK. We are very strict, and it's very um, it's very homeschooly. Uh, the, the 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 parties and the political parties, everyone who who runs for anything like that is very much. Um, they're very polished, if that makes sense, compared to that anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, it, they wouldn't be anything of that sort, um, which is, yeah, it's a bit different. Uh, for me, it blew me away. Like, I'm starting to come to terms with it now, now that I'm looking into it. And that's one thing that this podcast will hopefully do, not just for me, but for the viewers that watch my channel is, um, and I said this to Shar, shout out Shar, but I, I said that this will educate me um, in a sense, because I don't know all that much about america you know we touched on this before but um yeah i think it will educate me it'll educate the viewers um which is which is cool one final question from me to you pete um do you think do you think the coronavirus was man-made you asked me this the first time yeah um and i and i said no and i'm gonna i was i was watching uh, like i said i was watching bbc earlier and he eating um the guy was the host was basically interrogating this um the ambassador to the united kingdom the chinese ambassador yeah. and that was one of the questions he asked so uh, is it is it like i i just don't see how it can be i don't see why anyone would want to do that to their own economy mm. and and people obviously it, no matter Maybe I'm just ignorant to like dictatorships. I know it's not a dictatorship, but like maybe I'm just ignorant to to so, governments like that. Yeah. Um. Maybe I I'm just not cynical enough. But what do you, what do you think, Rich? Do you think it was? Um. I, I did. I did for a short while. Like uh, when I really looked into it, I I, I really did. Um. But, but I I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence with the whole thing. Like the the only thing that alarms me is the fact that you know a lot of china haven't really been affected by it as much as especially you guys and also us um in italy uh for example and 
Um, also, like it's came from similar places as as other diseases that are very similar, um, or as you know, it's came from a very similar place, should I say? Um, so that just raises alarm bells in my head. Um, coincidence, you could call it. I don't know, um, but yeah, I think we'll leave that one um, for other people to decide. I think I don't know if yeah. we are too strong. I just wanted to get your views on it. That was all, and I did ask you it first time, um, and I know you said that you were going to maybe research a little bit more and that's why i wanted to ask you again just to just to see your final thoughts on it um they've obviously got one question um like i mentioned uh it was from um who did a, who what what so how that was it yeah yeah i didn't know how to pronounce yeah we're gonna switch we're gonna sit topics here to kind of close out the podcast but we got a question from so what was it rich um it was uh he asked us um who who uh, inspires us to make content? Um, so I'll, I'll let this one go to you, Pete. Initially, um, we'll keep it we'll keep it short yeah, and sweet because yeah. I know obviously we're nearing the end of the podcast. Um, and then I'll and then I'll finish the the question if you like. Let me think about that. So um, one that comes off the bat right now immediately was is a kid named Justin Escalona. I don't know if you've ever watched him, Rich. He used to do daily vlogs. He goes to the University of Southern California. And I just liked the lifestyle he kind of portrayed. Um, who else inspires me? A guy named um, Tim Kellner. You should watch his videos, Rich. They're actually insane. Okay. Um, he goes, he's basically travel guy, kind of okay. travel guy. Um, but he tells very cinematic stories and he makes the soundtracks to his music video or to his videos. And wow. the videos are like a minute and a half and they're super sick. Like just yeah. telling a story just visually without words. You should go watch him. I highly recommend it. So those are two guys that inspired me, two people that inspired me. How about you, Rich? Um, I'm interested one, to hear your response here because we've never really, I've never really asked you this question. Yeah, um, I mean, I've I've got a lot go of like really, uh, like a lot of creators that I really um, enjoy watching. Like you, you know, you mentioned the whole uh, cinematic stuff. That's like very, you know, he does. You know, Sam Calder for me, um, he doesn't. I'm not right. necessarily saying he inspires me massively because it's different content. Um, but I suppose in a sense he has inspired me, you know, to to get a bit more cinematic. And his videos, I don't know, a lot of people probably not in the creative space wouldn't know who that is. Um, but if you want to go and check out like, a, you know, a few minutes worth of content that is just like fucking, it will blow you away. Um, his transitions and stuff are just phenomenal. Um, but the main person who, who inspired me um, is Casey Neistat, like, you know, right. just, just this whole work rate for a start. Um, secondly, um, just just everything, really. The way he sort of values life and the way he tells stories is is fascinating. Um, and sort of without him, probably I wouldn't have started YouTube, I guess. Um, and I just want to throw one more person into the works here, and it's a bit controversial because I know a lot of people don't like him and hopefully no one will change their opinion on me based on this opinion um but logan paul um the ah. reason I, the reason i pick the reason i pick logan um and it's more of a and i feel like this is a good way to end the podcast um what we were saying earlier about just try something the people some people including myself are are afraid of trying something in case it fails or in case they make a mistake um logan paul in this creative industry, he's probably made the biggest mistake out of anyone. Um, he was at the top of the game. He made a massive mistake. Yeah. Um, he Is fell. That the, are you talking? Are you, 
you're referring to the, the the forest in Japan, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he took a massive fall from that. Like he fell hard. And to be at the top of the game to then fall to have people hate you um, must have been quite tough. Um, he like massive yeah. fail. But the way he's rebranded himself and came out of that to the point now where he's making different type content, people watching him again for who he is um, and actually enjoying his content and getting back to a place where I believe he's probably one of the best in the game right now and most enjoyable, most engaging, most interesting type video. For me anyway, looking at it right now, the way he's doing things. Um, And not necessarily content-based. What I mean here is life lesson. Don't be afraid to fail because you will always fail. Everyone makes mistakes, but ultimately it's how you recover from that. Like he could have, you know, he could have been one of those celebrities, you know, touch wood, heaven forbid. Um, he could have just went off the rails and done something silly. Yeah. Um, but and to come back he, the way he, he works has. works really hard. Yeah, absolutely. And it, he sort of inspires me for that, you know, that failure isn't the end of the world. You know, I, I can bring out a video every day and whatever. Um, some might fail, but you just got to keep going. Um, and, and you just never know what's around the corner. And not only that, just just don't be afraid of failure is the main sort of message behind that whole inspiration, I guess. Well, while we're on, before we close this out, while we're on that, that subject, um, I we hope that, we hope that, as with our videos, this podcast inspires someone to make a podcast or create a YouTube channel. Even if it's just one person, that's one of the best messages I get, or, and I'm sure you might have gotten this too, is, is, you inspired me you're the goal like like you inspired me to go start that youtube channel i i or buy the camera you know i i that's like the number one goal that's the most fulfilling thing i've ever gotten um Am- yeah amazing feeling isn't it doing on this yeah to know and, that and someone even, that, like, to know that right exactly like even if it's just one person over five years whatever yeah. like that 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 means the world to both of us i know so with this podcast, that's another one of our goals. Um, I know we're reaching a time limit here, so we're going to close this out. If you're still listening, I hope you are. I hope you enjoyed. Send us questions. Um, we'll, we'll be tweeting. We'll be putting it on Instagram story. So subscribe to the podcast. This will be up on Spotify and Apple Music soon. We're going to put it up on SoundCloud and YouTube. Obviously, this episode's on SoundCloud and YouTube, but we're going to get it up on other platforms as soon as possible. For so sure. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you're still listening, we are going to Venmo the first two people, $5 each, right, uh, if you're yep. still listening. So drop your Venmos or Cash Apps, whatever it is. Boom. But you've Rich, got to comment. You've got to comment the time that we're saying this. They've all got right, to still right, be right. here. Comment the timestamp. Just that's yep. it. That's it. Timestamp of, of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got go. one right. more. You got I've anything got, else, Rich? Yeah, one more final thing just to touch on. Um, the viewers won't know this. I didn't know this because, like I say, me and Peter are still getting to know each other, but it is Pete's birthday tomorrow. Um, so by the time you've watched this, it will have been Pete's birthday on Friday. So two days ago. So all I'm saying yeah. is wish him happy birthday be kind to the man <laughs> he's getting old um but Thank yeah you. happy happy birthday pete um obviously we'll be going into uh to a new podcast and you'll be a year older um but yeah it was really enjoyable i loved it i hope the viewers did too um let us know who your muppet of the week is please don't pick me um and that's all i got to say pete close it out my man all right well thanks for listening guys and we'll catch you next sunday back here subscribe like do what you need to do And we appreciate the support. See you.